welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, the personal hell of Tristan Wilde. Nice. In these brief interstitial episodes, we'll be sharing a few conversations from the life of Tristan Wilde during his centuries of incarceration in hell. Such a long time. Very long time. Despite what Percy says. <laughs> At least Percy acknowledges that it can be quite distracting being in hell. Mm, yeah, true. The game we are playing is called From the Room in the Tower by Ben Moxon, which is me. You can find it at bridalwise.itch.io if you find yourself drawn to play it or to learn from its many wisdoms. There aren't that many. It's only about two and a half thousand words. So a month on, how has Tristan changed? I think I've been... The, getting the cigar has given yeah. me access to magical knowledge that I may not have had. So I've been able to sort yeah, of attempt. Sure. This is how I'm starting to break it down and work out what's going on, where I am exactly, like how I could find the way back. This might be a clue. Yeah. In how I, because I, I, like I say, with it, it's that, it's like, um, I realized it's kind of like the, uh, it's the Prince Bishop's drop. What, whichever one isn't the penis piercing, <laughs> where they drop a piece of glass in. How do they do it? You drop glass, hot glass into cold water, and the the one end is unshatterable. But if you snip the other end, the whole thing explodes. Do you know what that one is called? I don't know. I'm not familiar with that. Uh, even a hammer can't break this glass. Prince Rupert's drop. There we go. Oh, right. Yeah, that's Prince Rupert as opposed to Prince Albert. That's the one that's not a piercing. Yeah, one's a penis piercing, I seem to recall, and the other <laughs> is not. So that's kind of how I imagine it, but in reverse. So it's like the top end of the tail, uh, the, the, the head has come down and hit the earth. The earth has caused the end to shatter, and now the glass fragments are slowly rupturing up that kind of trail he's left behind. Right, yeah. So with combined with that and a little bit of this cigar and the magic, I'm trying to work out, and maybe I use the stubbed out cigar as writing on the wall. <laughs> That's how I get my chalk. Yeah, okay. Were. My charcoal. So I've been trying to, yeah, work out, like, if there's a, if there's a gap and, like, what kind of magic he uses, if there's a, a, a weakness in it, see how it works, can I manipulate it, all that sort of stuff. Getting very scientific now. Yeah, yeah, sure. And one thing I think you've realised is that after your last conversation and looking at this, this wasn't like some kind of trick. This was a real cigar made in the same way a real cigar would be made. Interesting. But he just created it. Wow. It feels, what's weird about it is it feels so normal. Mm. The only thing that's different is that you, a ghost, can smoke it. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't considered that. I keep forgetting I'm a ghost. Yeah, you're a ghost, but sort of this is almost like a ghost realm, so. Yeah. Does it have the same, does it have anything interesting with it? Uh, am I, I'm still too far away from the music for Matrix Vision to uh, really give me any info on the... Well. This is what it's giving you, that it that isn't it is, extraordinary. Yeah. It's, it's just a normal It's real cigar. and okay. normal. Okay. 
which in this place is almost weirder. Yeah. Because nothing is normal here. No, nothing's solid, but somehow I can smoke it as well. Yeah. What yeah. do I fill up when I when I'm smoking it while I'm working? Do my am I like a glass that's now filling up with um <laughs> yeah, air, you like, like... fill up with smoke, but but like where your lungs would be, you can just see the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> because you're still slightly clear. I was thinking I should add as a cigar smoker, you don't inhale. But oh, because I'm a smoker, I always inhale a little bit at the end. So <laughs> it, that, that's why I'm saying there will be smoke. Before someone goes, I do think you'll find crudy on swords. You don't inhale cigar <laughs> smoke. You do if you're a bum, all right? <laughs> yeah. If you're an old, crazy you're an old hobo. Crazy that's hobo. Exactly. You have a little bit. And so Tristan is in his cave, scribing on the wall. Yeah. With this uh, with the last of my last bit of cigar, yeah. yeah. And then just like turns round and is in the room with a chair in front of him. I just go to write. And and before it says, Why don't you have a seat? Oh, back so soon. I'm just gonna walk over to the fire and just warm my hands. <laughs> oh yeah. give me a moment, yeah, it feels friends. Pleasantly oh. warm. Yeah, it's but it's ve- if you can warm up out there as well, just a touch, because Despite all those fires, it's getting chilly in the nights. The nights are getting in, drawing in. He says, well, I didn't want you to get bored. Well, no, thank you. I thought some new challenges would keep you thinking, you know. I did. Keep keep my mind sharp. Keep keep the old mind sharp. Exactly. And the cigar. My thanks for that. If there's any more today, it would be most appreciated. (laughs) I'm driving you to be better because that's what I do. I don't know about that. Of course it is. So, if I could ask a question, Amber, all right? You are always welcome. What do you do, like, in between our meetings? Like, you know, it was a year, this time it's a month. What, what, what's, what's a day in the life of Amber Forex look like? He rolls his eyes. He's like, I entertain myself. Yeah, but again, I'm, this isn't, I'm not trying to trick you. Cards on the table. Genuinely curious. Like, you're a, a powerful fellow, so yeah, I see why you would get bored pretty easily, actually. I can appreciate that. I hate to be bored. Mm. I hate it most of anything. Oh, I know that feeling. And here's what it is. Here's the problem. Imagine you were not quite everywhere and in everything, but close enough that you might as well. Mm. Imagine that you could know what was going on almost anywhere, at almost any of the time. It is very hard, after a few million years, not to feel like you've seen everything there is. Yeah. And, honestly, to find ways to keep making things more interesting, you know? Yeah, I get that. I get that. That's kind of your motivation, just kind of... Yeah, I don't know, though. Like, it feels like... It, it's gonna sound rude, but it's not intended to. It's kind of like a child with all this power that just wants to play. No, you're understanding it backwards. I am a power with endless children, with whom I get to play. Okay, okay, yeah, that's fair. In the ways that I wish. And the trouble with that is that there are only so many configurations you can create. And then, the more you create, 
then when you start to make things interesting, then people start complaining that it's all too interesting and that the world is being dismantled or something. I don't care. I don't care. It's boring. They are boring and it is boring and I am bored. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Oh, again, to a certain degree, same with us. Percy, okay, all I'll say <laughs> is that he's a good man, but he likes things done a certain way. And that's just not the way I've, I've done things, you know? I like to kind of, I like to improv. I like to, I like a bit of jazz. I don't want to, I think, I think you I work best when I'm thinking on my feet. I'm not about the planning. Exactly. And that's what helps you to find, you see, the conversation between you and him might be like a conversation between me and oh, the Flame Eternal or something. Oh, I know that guy. Or the Relentless Ice and any of them, they are so rules bound so caught up in we should do this, we should do that, we should do it in this order, we should get it all, one, two, three. Oh, it's boring. And you know what? You look at that, it's like, imagine you had to walk a thousand miles and you're walking a thousand miles along a perfectly round, round tunnel. And in that tunnel, there's nothing, but you can just see for miles down it, and you know every step of the way what will be there, and it will be boring. Mm. And I do not want to walk down that tunnel. And I cannot be driven by their picture of the world. And I must resist. Did you make those guys? The interview ends. Ah, oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> As Tristan's disappearing and he sees Ambithorax, he's going to do a one up. <laughs> he just catches a glimpse of it as he goes with a cheeky Tristan grin. Okay. Interesting. I was again. The problem is, yeah, I don't want to make, I like all my, I'm genuinely interested to know, like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity yeah. to question the powers of the universe. <laughs> So it's always going to look like I'm trying to catch him out, but I just want to know. It's so interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. That's a good place to push yeah, on in yeah. future conversations, I think. Yeah. Okay, so warm or cold, and then we'll uh, do a three, two, one. I suppose we should have had like an indifferent because... Yeah, I'm, I feel I'm not going to get cold because I just like what he has to say. That's the problem. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one, go. Nice. I felt as it ended, I'm like, oh. Okay, so he, he makes a step forward. I'm an affable fellow. You are affable. Yeah. And that normally works very well. And so I'm going to roll them dice. So that is a fortnight. Wow, that is pretty quick. Yeah, so possibly too quick. <laughs> We're realizing now this yeah, time frame. Well, no, I oh, know. I think it works all right. And so two weeks later, 
what do you think Tristan's doing? Mm, I mean, I haven't really done much, I don't think. It's only been two weeks. Yeah. So um, I'm still working on calculations and... So I think I've got like a, a little bit of a little bit of bone that I kind of hold at arm's length in the same spot every every time, right near this sort of jaggedy boulder. Yeah. And I'm measuring how quickly this glass musical fragment is shattering up. Right. Yeah. Because it's moving really slowly, but I kind of want to get an idea of how much time I've, like, at what point I I think I've missed the boat, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're holding this up to measure and you glance back at the rock to check you're oriented right. And when you look back, you're in the room. Nice. Ah! And, and before it just says, no. Just hands on my arm like, no. Look, you know I'm trying to escape. You're everywhere. So just don't, don't summon me in the middle of an important, like, measurement taking. I've forgotten now. What? No, no, I was answering your question. Oh, right. No, I didn't create them. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. I, I, uh, I'm not trying to escape. <laughs> Who said that? He's crazy. Honestly, if I could just get a bit of paper or something, that would be really helpful. I'm running out of rock space. So what you're saying is you're, you'd like me to help you to escape? Well, don't think of it as helping me. Think of it as just hindering me less. like. I put it to you, I put it to you, good sir, that if you're confident that you can't, if you're confident I can't escape, then what, what harm's a little bit of paper going to do? Say 20 to 100 pages of fine leaf paper, preferably with some lines so I can write eligibly with this little stick I've got? <laughs> what have you got to lose? I suspect, given your history and background, that I might have quite a lot to learn. Oh, I'd be interested to know what you think you know of me as well. I'm sure you would. Uh... And the truth is, I can't know anything of your birth beyond what you tell me. Okay. For you have yet to be born. Oh, yeah. Genuinely, I, I keep forgetting that we're from very different times. Like... You, for a while, in my future, well, I suppose it's your future, my present, you were still, you know, you, you did play a part. You were there for a bit. But, yeah. God, sorry. I, keep, I genuinely forget that. Don't, don't think I'm being rude or I'm not trying to be clever. I, I honestly forget. This is a very <laughs> different time, isn't it? You've still got unimaginable power. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Tristan's working his magic. <laughs> the mistake you're still making, Master Wild. <laughs> That's an in-character laugh as well, Tristan. <laughs> is that you're imagining that I and the power are two different things. That it's a thing I have, I possess and control. But it is me. Yeah, but that... And I am it. No, sorry, I didn't mean like power. I meant like you're just not... It's just not as big a threat. You're not our main problem at the moment. <laughs> we have other issues that we're kind of working on. You're kind of like a a side problem. I that, see. Yeah. He says, I see. You have, you have small people problems. I, I suppose, yeah, it probably is that actually, isn't it? On the scale of things. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Since last we spoke, I have established contact. It has been very difficult. 
Oh, with whom? I've made contact with certain of my family. It seems we have been to some degree locked out of of the world creation that we have such a part in. Just when it was getting interesting. My God, those bastards did it. Oh no, I suppose. Oh, maybe I assume they have, and I'm just stuck here forever. That's it. <laughs> oh well. I mean, you've got no real need of me now, have you? Oh no, that's yeah. not the case at all. <laughs> I thought because you're from a distant part, and yet you have heard of me, and you're aware of me. Oh yeah. And so that is interesting. That tells me that whatever it is that's gone on out there, it's not forever. It's just a little blink, a little rest. And in the meantime, yeah, I have plenty of time to regroup and prepare myself to be stronger than ever. But mm. it helps me for sure to know about that world. You talk of the road. So you don't want to know what's coming. You don't want to know how it ends or... <laughs> For how long it ends, because you're right, nothing is forever. It doesn't matter what we do. In a hundred thousand years, no one's going to remember the name of Percy or the others. They'll just remember Tristan. <laughs> a little chuckle to myself. <laughs> you are more accurate than you know. No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm spot on. Yeah, your name will probably last quite a while. I will be there. A yeah. hundred thousand years from now. I'll be there, and I'll remember your name from these little conversations we've had. Yes, fame, infamy. <laughs> so you will be part of this future, for sure. Yeah. But that's not, that's not what I'm really thinking of. I'm more thinking, imagine it differently. Imagine you were building a pile of rocks, and the pile of rocks is great and tall, and at the end of it, it's not so much a pile of rocks as a grand temple, a grand edifice and building. But the more you know about that pile of rocks and how it's constructed, the easier it is to know which one you can just pull out to bring the whole thing down. Mm. And sometimes, when the world has been held in place for a long time, this one, oh. sometimes it needs to change quickly. I see. To balance out. And I want to know where to push, yeah, what to change. The change. The change might be that you don't have the influence you once did. That's change. Tell me about Banbury. Tell me about Banbury, Master. Oh, yeah. I detect some antipathy there. Yeah, that guy is just a, a shitty little ball of shitbag. You don't know. You don't want to know about him. He's <laughs> caused you a... A problem or two in the past, let me tell... Well, in your future, let me tell you. Uh, perhaps I shall set my hunt on him. Yeah, yeah, 100%. If you can stop him before he does what he does, that would make my life a heck of a lot easier. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But also, I would hate to take from you the chance to better yourself. But here's the thing. What was I about to say? Um, But... It's already happened for me, so I know what's going to happen to me and to you, and I know I, I get out of this because I exist after this, if you see what I mean. No, Mr. Wilde. Imagine you were walking between two towns, and you set out to walk between them, 
and you walk to the second, and you walk there from the first. That doesn't mean that when you walk back from the second to the first, you will arrive safe. It just means once you were in the first town. Mm-hmm. That's fair. There's no way to say that you will be back again. But then, what will happen then? Let's say, hypothetically, one of those crazy demons out there captures me and, and consumes me. Oh, do you know about the consumer, by the way? No, that name means nothing. Oh, now that... Oh, I probably shouldn't tell you about that power. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Screw it. What have I got to lose? I'm interested. Yeah, we met something that may even be more, hand on heart, may genuinely be more powerful than you. I honestly don't know, because we got it when it was, when it was tiny. I see. And what, what was its power? What was its interest? I, I mean, it's called the consumer. You can, you can probably guess what it did. Right. I did it demand to see the manager. <laughs> he's, a, he's a witty one, this guy. No. He says, I see. So it, it was just consuming. Yeah, everything. Everything? Yeah, everything. Ah, uh, interesting. Which. Uh... That kind of problem can be a challenge, even perhaps for us. I don't know. Uh, again, he may not have been, but he, uh, that, was a, that was a strange, strange entity. As we've met some, you're the only one that I think we've chatted to. And like, I've always wondered how much we could solve if we just actually sat down and said, right, <laughs> how can we all get a happy resolution? To, but I just don't see what, you just want anarchy, which is fair enough. You know, anarchy has its place. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but at the same time, you need the order. What I want is perfection. Yeah. The only way to create that is through driving imperfect things together to push always to be better, to be stronger. But you're never going to be... Without adversity, there's nothing. But that means you're never... There's no drive. Have you ever been content? Have you ever just sat down and been happy? I do not know what contentment is, Master Wild. Ah, that's no way to live. So you, you're always striving for something that... You're never going to achieve. You're, it's never going to be good enough for you. You're always going to be smashing things together. How will you know when you've smashed enough things together? What would that look like to you? Suddenly, you are no longer in the room. Oh. You're back by your stones. Oh, well, it's going to be somewhere new. With your measuring stick where you held it. I'm going to look around, see if he's left me any paper. Uh, no, no, okay, no. There's no paper there. Maybe next time. So let's do our warm or cold. I feel, again, sort of indifferent. The problem is Tristan's always going to be warm because I'm a warm fellow. Well, if indifferent is probably cold. Uh, how do I feel after that meeting? Like, Just put what you're feeling. Yeah, okay. Trust your feelings. Three, two, one interesting see my cold is more kind of like yeah yeah I, I don't i don't feel cold i feel like that's a bit now i feel like that's mean to him which is weird yeah so you gain one and i gain none there which means i think we are both on three at the moment okay uh which may mean in terms of game time that six is a more realistic yeah. number than eight 
Why do I get one and you get none? Because I was warm and you were cold. But I think when Tristan gets back to his cave, mm. in his satchel, he does find a book. Wow. The book only contains a single page. Oh, that's okay. I'll make it work. I can write small. But on the front cover of it, like it's tied closed mm. and looped into the tie is a pen. 